Hello, hello. Welcome back to My Big Sisters Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Kay. How are you guys? I have big news, breaking news. But before we get into that, let's go over the drinks. I have a water with lemon, a little bit of ice. I also have iced coffee. And one of you told me to get the cold brew from Stop and Shop because you know that I love the cold brew from ShopRite. One of you told me to get the cold brew from Stop and Shop. I did. Do you know they have flavors? Now I'm tempted tempted to go into ShopRite because you know I do the Instacarts. I'm tempted to go inside of ShopRite and see if there's flavors of the bowl and basket cold brew because I only know what's on Instacart. Anywho, I was in Stop and Shop yesterday. I don't even know why, but I'll get into that. I was in Stop and Shop. I got the cold brew and it's pretty good. I got the caramel flavor and I typically don't get a flavor, but I was like, why not? Caramel tastes good. It's pretty good. I don't know if it's going to actually energize me yet because I've only just started and I have it. This is kind of gross. You know what I have it in? Okay. You know, I get the iced double shot of espresso from Royal Crown when we order Royal Crown, which is every weekend. And I don't always finish it because it's literally just iced double shot of espresso, which is like intense. So I kind of space it out. We had it. What was it on Saturday? We got it on Saturday. I didn't drink it Saturday because we ordered late. Like I would have been up all night. I couldn't finish it yesterday. So I'm drinking the rest today. Is that gross? I mixed it with the cold brew. So that's <laughs> that's my iced coffee right now. I still have it in the Royal Crown cup. Um, espresso with cold brew. This is probably not even going to caffeinate me. It's going to caffeinate me for 10 minutes and then I'm going to fucking crash later. <laughs> and I didn't eat yet today. Oh God, we're getting off to a rough start. I also have, this is so good by the way. So like I said, I ended up in Stop and Shop. Um, I got Seltzer and it's their brand, I think. Right? I'm looking for the label. It's their brand and the flavor is vanilla cream. Bitch, it's good. I don't know if that's gross to some, but mm, I love a vanilla seltzer. It tastes so good. So those are my three beverages at the moment because we have a lot to go. We have, bitch, we have a lot to go over. I, you have no fucking idea, okay? I don't even know what today's main topic is. It might be about, you know what? Fuck, fuck the schedule. Fuck the main topic. I, I have no idea. There is no game plan. I tried to lay it out. It looks like a scattered mess. There's too many things going on at once. The only thing I'm excited to talk to you about is the breaking news, the the update that I have for you. But everything else is like, it's moving too fast. I got too many things going on. So there is no main idea today. We're just going to be hanging out. We're just going to be catching up on news. And yeah, there's no fucking plan. So this is probably going to be a terrible episode. But for those of you who don't mind and just kind of play my podcast in the background of your bullshit or driving to work or at the gym, maybe you will still like this. But I'm just, you know, a heads up. There's no fucking format here. I tried to make a format. The format looks insane. Like I got scribbles all over the place. I need a new notepad. That's on my to-do list. So, you know, I have a little notepad to like kind of map out the way that I'm going to 
I, you know, I don't really plan it that much, but I need like a little bit of a map because I'll get too scattered. We're almost at a year here. July will be a year. I need to change my notepad. It needs to be formatted differently. Like it's not working for me anymore. So that's what we're doing today. We're just kind of rambling and shooting the shit. So let's get into the most important, the, the most important news on today's docket. We have breaking news. Gather round. Gather round. If you listen to anything today, let this be it. Gather round. Put everything else on pause. Pay attention. You're never going to believe this. <laughs> I can't believe I just did this episode too. Remember the episode, I'm a bad friend. If you didn't listen to that episode, pause this, go back and listen to it, and then return. Because the next piece of information I'm about to give you is irrelevant unless you listen to that episode. I believe it's episode number 32. I don't know if that's right, but go back. It's titled, I'm I'm a bad friend or I'm the bad friend, bad friend, whatever the fuck it's called. Go back and listen to it. Then you can come back and join us. Okay. You can't, no, you're not allowed to move forward unless you do your homework. Then come back. Okay. Are you back? Great. She texted me. Oh, yes, bitch. Are you dying? She fucking texted me. So I don't know who sent over the link. She said that it ended up in her algorithm here nor there. I don't really give a fuck how it got to her. I'm excited. I'm happy. This is great news. I don't give a fuck how it got to her, but I am suspicious of you people. Which one of you motherfuckers sent the link? (laughs) And I'm also concerned because I also did an episode about an ex (laughs) in great detail. And now I'm like, holy shit. So people are sending out my link. I told, obviously told my close friends and, um, my friend said, bitch, everyone listens to your podcast. And I said, well, then I'm going to need to start. (laughs) I'm going to need to start not saying so motherfucking much because I didn't know how quickly things travel. I'm over here. I think, bitch, I'm talking like it's just me and you at the kitchen table. I am not talking as if there's more than like 10 people listening to this, but there are. And the other part is, bitch, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the episode because you know I don't listen to any of them. I don't even know what I said in that episode anymore. (laughs) I just sit here, fire off what I'm thinking, upload, move on with the day. I don't check if the audio is good. I don't check if I curse. I don't check if I said something stupid. I just like let things be what they are. I don't check nothing. I do not have a producer. I do not have an editor. I don't have anyone here being like, yeah, that's good. No, just me and my fried brain. So I am very excited. I'm very excited. And I'm excited to also share this with you and clue you in on what's going on. Like, I'm excited I have someone to tell and be like, oh my God, she heard the episode. And she texted me like, I'm so excited to have this moment with you guys. So she texted me and I was very happy, very excited. It's received well. This is not a negative thing. This is a very exciting thing. I didn't text back right away, but not because I'm a dick. Here's the thing. And I've told you guys about this. I think I just told you about this in the last episode. I am not a 
impulsive texter. I am not like a, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, no, no. If I'm texting you or voice noting you or calling you, I have topics ready on hand. I have my notes. I have the format. Like I know what I'm reaching out to you about. There is no like bullshit. Like you don't have to carry the conversation with me. I'm already coming to you with my notes. You know what I mean? But because I'm like that, I don't answer on the fly either. Like if I'm running errands or if I'm walking share or taking care of or doing something, cleaning the house, like if I'm not sitting on my phone and being intentional, I do not respond because I want to be intentional about what I say so that way I know what I'm doing, what I'm saying. So I didn't want to answer a text like that on the fly because I, I was busy. I was busy. I was busy all weekend. I'm really never even that busy, but I'll tell you, I'll get into that. But I was busy. I was running around. So I didn't want to answer like impulsively and not really take it in. I wanted to be present and like, okay, like sit down, have a coffee, make sure I'm medicated, caffeinated, well-fed. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to really like take in that moment, be intentional and think before I'm like firing off text. You know what I'm saying? That's how I am. I am not a person that's like randomly like just texting you just to text you, like opening. I don't open text like a fucking app. I don't open text like you're an app or you're an Instagram. No, no, no. You know how people, you just go into your Instagram and look and then you log back out. You go on TikTok, look, you log back out. You open the fridge, what's in there, you close it. I don't do that in texts. Like if I'm texting you, I have something to say. I'm not just texting you like I'm opening you like an app, but I don't really have nothing to give. So I waited. I got the text at night. I couldn't fucking believe it. I read it. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then I had to go to bed. And then the next day I woke up. Um. Oh no. Okay, wait, I'm losing my timeline because I, I was sick all weekend basically. That's That's what I'm getting at. Let me start from the beginning. I got this text, I think it was Saturday night. Yes, I got the text Saturday night. Thursday and Friday, I, because this, like, let, let one thing lead into the other. You know what I mean? Like, it'll make sense in the end. Stay with me. Thursday and Friday, I had a client very early in the morning because this was for, can I even say what it was for? something in entertainment. My client was very early in the morning. Her call time was 7 a.m. So that means I had to be at her hotel starting her at 5 a.m. Thursday and Friday, which is fine. I'm used to that. When you do freelance makeup, a lot of call times are very early. Sometimes you take a bride very early. Um, And I don't mind because that means I get to come back early as well. That means you finish early, especially weekday appointments, because you're usually booked like multiple on weekends, right? But during the week, it's really not that many unless you're you're in entertainment. So anytime I have entertainment clients, they are during the week, but it's just that one for the day and then you're done. So it's great because I was done by like 7 a.m. and I was already headed back home. I was home by like eight o'clock in the morning, which is fantastic because then you have the whole day. And like, you're, you know what I mean? You're done for the day. I don't have to worry about Chi Chi. Like she don't even go for a walk at that time. She don't walk until like 11 a.m. So it was, it's perfect for me. However, you know, I get the migraines. 
oh my God. So Thursday, I was feeling okay, but I felt a headache coming on. Like I felt it coming on, like I was getting tender, but I was okay. I was making do, you know, a little ibuprofen. I was feeling okay. Bitch, Friday. Oh no. It was so bad. I was still making do. I did her makeup great. She was so happy with it. She texted me that she loved it. It looked, it lasted hours, looked great on camera, blah, blah, blah. But by the time I got back home, okay, not even by the time I got back home, by the time I was done with her and was back in the Uber, because this was in Manhattan, um, you don't need to, like driving in and all that, it's like crazy. So this was in Manhattan. By the time I was in the Uber to get back to the ferry, I was so sick, like with a migraine, I was about to throw up. So I got to the ferry. By the way, the I think I've told you this. If I didn't tell you this, I'm telling you now. The Dunkin' in the ferry terminal on the Manhattan side is the best Dunkin'. You could fight me on it, okay? Listen to me. You go to the ferry, you need a coffee, get the fucking Dunkin' at the ferry terminal. It is so good. My theory is... It's fresh because there's so much foot traffic that goes through that Dunkin' and they're so incredibly fast. They're so fast. You will get your coffee so quickly. They just got things running. They're prepared. They always have people working there. I think they're more fresh and that's why it's the best one because they don't have shit sitting around. Do you know what I mean? It's either not in stock or it's fucking fresh. Any hooser. I was sick as fuck by the time I was in that Uber going back to the ferry. I mean, like, I'm texting my boyfriend. I was literally going to text him because he drove me into my appointment, but then I'm going to travel back. You know what I mean? It just made the most sense. So I got my suitcase and everything. I'm in that fucking Uber going to the ferry, which, by the way, expensive. It was like 40 bucks to get from Midtown to the ferry in an Uber. Oh, my God. It's like insane. So I was going to call him and be like, you got to come get me and we got to go home. Like, I, I'm so sick. You got to come take me home. But I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't want to bother him at work, you know? And like, even though I know he would, but you know what I mean? You got to like use some discernment of like when you could pull that shit. And I'm like, okay, wait, it's just a migraine. Let me get to the ferry at least. Get something to eat. Get a little coffee because, you know, caffeine helps with the migraine a little bit. Take Tylenol and then rest on the ferry because... At that early in the morning, the ferry going back to Staten Island is dead. Now, the ferry going into Manhattan is not dead. It's packed. But going back to home, it's clear. It's it's lovely. It's clear. There's not a lot of people on it. And I know I was just complaining about <laughs> commuting. This is different commute times. Like, this is different commute times. So I was, like, walking myself through. Literally, I was texting him a little bit. Like, I couldn't even look at my phone. I was texting him a little bit. Like, listen, I, I my headache is really bad. Like, I'm going to throw up. So he's like, all right, keep me posted. Let me know, whatever. I get there. I get my food. I immediately, so I was so nauseous. I don't even know how I got the food down. Cause you ever have a headache so bad you're like nauseous. I was fucking nauseous. So I'm like scarfing it down, just trying to get something in my stomach so I could take the Tylenol on the ferry. I was able, there was nobody creepy around me. I was able to like put my head back a little bit. You know, there was like nobody on it. Put my head back a little bit and like kind of rest. And okay, it was starting to get a little better. I call another Uber to go home because I'm not taking the phone. Now I'm sick as hell. Like I can't be on a public bus or nothing. I got to get an Uber and get home. It's getting a little sketch in the Uber. Like I'm getting, I'm starting to feel sick again. I get home. I immediately lay down. I was in bed the entire day, all day Friday. It was painful. Saturday, I was still in pain. 
It was so bad. Like, it started to feel better around nighttime. But I already lost all day Friday, all day Saturday because I was in so much pain. It was so bad. Like, nothing was working. I was sleeping on and off. I was smoking weed because at that point, I'll just get myself so high that I can't feel shit. Um, This one strain I have, it's called Honeydew. Oh my God, so great for body pain. So I was just like smoking all day, like trying to get myself to go to sleep. You know what I mean? So by Saturday night, I was like, oh my God, I feel so much better. But I was trying not to look down at my phone because I figured out it's something with my neck that's giving me a migraine. I think it's like stress. Like I think that I get very tense. And you know, when you get tense, you like tense up your shoulders, you tense up your neck. Like you have to like actively untense your shoulders. I think that's what was happening. Hold on, my mouth's getting dry. (laughs) Do you hear the plastic cup? Because I have a Royal Crown coffee cup. I need water too, hold on. I know you're like, bitch, get to the text. I don't give a fuck about your migraine. (laughs) But it makes sense because I don't want you to think that I was being a dick and like delaying. No, 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 I wasn't. I'm just very intentional. And I don't like to answer things if I'm not in like a good state of mind. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm very mindful because I know that if I don't feel good or if I'm not caffeinated correctly or medicated correctly, I'm not going to be myself. I'm not going to have... One, the appreciation for the moment, like I'll be disassociated or I'm just not going to come off the way that I want to. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I don't feel good and I'm answering the text, like, am I really saying what I wanted to say? I'm just intentional. I also don't believe that you have to answer people immediately. Like, I think that's a very unpopular opinion, but I don't think you need to answer texts immediately. Like think back to when people would write letters to each other. They had time to process and be intentional about what they're saying. And I think that's why people start the text of like, that's why dating is hard. That's why getting to know each other is hard. Nobody's thinking before they actually speak. They're just like firing shit off. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like no one's thinking about what they want to say because They feel so pressured to answer so quickly. But if you look at history, we're not used to that. We're used to, not like us, our generation's used to answering quickly, but I don't think that's a good thing. I think that writing the letters, paging someone, waiting for a call back, waiting for payphone calls, listening to your answering messaging, calling back at a good time, scheduling calls, That is way better communication because answering too quickly is how people get into miscommunications because you're not really thinking. You're just firing off a text with no fucking context. I'm not getting the details I need to get. I need to know more. Like, you know, I think it's better to take, I'd rather answer you late, but know I said what needed to be said properly than fire off a quick text and like, oh, I don't even remember saying that. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't do that. So that's my point. I didn't answer that night because when I got the text, it was that night. It was Saturday night. I was so happy, right? Like I was over the moon, but I wanted to read it and I wanted to reply. But mind you, I'm fighting like pain. Like I'm fighting off a migraine still. It was a lot better, but I could tell now that this is coming from the tense in my neck, like looking down at my phone. 
So I'm trying not to be on my phone right now. I'm trying not to have a migraine tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? I'm still like, I'm doing the neck rolling thing. I got the ice packs. Like I have the space here on my neck. Then I do the ice pack. I'm in a hot shower. I'm using steam towels. Like I'm not hundred percent. So I wasn't about to answer that night, but I did read it and I loved it. Like I was happy. I was excited. The text is very nice. Then Sunday, because I missed Friday and Saturday all day Sunday, I had shit to do. I had errands to run. Like I didn't have a minute to even be on my phone. I wasn't on my phone. I was, I went to the gym. I had, oh, you know what I did on Sunday? I don't know if you guys do this. I had coins like, because when we have like loose change, which is rare now because everything's cards and phone and whatever, but we have loose change. I had loose change from like 2017 that just kept piling up. And I had this fucking jug in my closet of all this change that I've been meaning. It's been on my to-do list for so long to turn the change in. And yesterday while I was running around, I was like, oh, let me just go run and turn the change in. That's how I ended up in fucking stop and shop. I turned the change in, then I'm like, oh, I'm here. Let me just food shop, you know, instead of driving all the way back over to Trader Joe's and whatever. And well, I don't like, I didn't like stop and shop. There's a reason I go to Trader Joe's. Stop and shop is way too big. Way too big, way too many options. I didn't love that experience. I didn't know where anything was in the store. I just got the job done and left. (laughs) Like I hated that. But anyway, that's how I ended up in Stop and Shop. I was there for so long. I also went to the gym. I did the Coinstar stuff. I had other errands to run. Then when I got home, you know when you're out all day and you get in and you're like, I gotta fucking eat, bitch. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I still have to reply to this text. I've been thinking about it all day. I'm so excited, but... I'm starving and I need a coffee. So now I'm like, hold on. I need to feed myself and get caffeinated. So there were steps before I could like respond. (laughs) But this is how I am. This is not just this. This is how I am with all things. Like one of my friends who we talk all the time, I don't just text her on some bullshit. Like, hi, how are you? No, we never do that. You know what I do? We won't talk for three days. But then when I have something, I'm sending her voice on bam, I'm firing that shit off. Like six, seven, 10 voice notes. Like if I have a story for her, I'm firing off the voice notes. And then I know she will listen to them when she has a moment, when she's intentional, when she has the space, then she will respond with intention when she has the space with word choices. And that's how we string our conversations. And we know what's going on in each other's life. We're involved in each other's life. Everything's up to date and there's no fucking bullshit of impulsivity and dumb conversations of nothingness. You know what I mean? That's how I do things. So I caffeinated myself. <laughs> I ate my food. I also had to take care of Chi Chi. So when I'm out all day, when I get back, I got to like, you know, got to walk her, feed her, give her lovies, all that shit. So I answered and we made a plan. And we're going to go for drinks on Friday. Hold on. (laughs) My allergies are bad today. I got to drink more water. So today is Monday. When I'm recording it, it's March 27th. This comes out, God willing, March. What's today's date? What's, wait, hold on. Wednesday's date, the 29th. We will be going for drinks on Friday. And I'm very excited. She offered too. I'm not going to tell you all the details because it's not your fucking business. But I am going to involve you on the steps because I think this is also something. This goes with 
the pod. You guys are involved now. We're all friends. This is our journey. Because one, the episode was a cautionary tale, right? So we're actively learning from the experience and actively moving on from the experience. And that is definitely something that I want to be an influence on because like I told you, I think woman-woman friendships, like girl-girl friendships are way more important than I thought my whole life up until I was in my 30s. So how could I not include you in this? Do you know what I mean? Like, this is the point. This is the solution. This is the point. And even if, listen, I'm not like fucking dumb. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, we're going to be best friends tomorrow. No, no, no. Let's be realistic. I'm aware of boundaries. But just the text alone and just being intentional about being chill, catching up, getting drinks, cordial, civil energy is way better than nothing and feeling like it's lost at sea forever, you know? Because when you have a friendship breakup, part of the grief is having to pretend, not pretend like the person is dead, but you have to grieve it as if you did lose them, even though they're alive. So to have some form of communication and not have to grieve that is way better. And I think is something that I would love to be, you know, I can influence makeup and hair and clothes and whatever, right? But those things are fucking stupid. To be an influence as a, as a big sister, which I am in real life, and if my sisters listen to this, this is something I would want them to know, that you don't need to hold grudges your whole life. You don't need to be egotistical. You don't need to be, fuck that bitch. Like, you don't need to do that. You should you should take the time to, yeah, like, let's get drinks. Let's see. Let's talk. Let's catch up. And also not be super weird about it. Do you know what I mean? Because I know that in some circumstances, some people would be very, like, codependent right away, you know, like people who can't address their codependency or or don't know their attachment styles. I think... It's also important to have a really good self-awareness of what's going to be too much, what intentions do you have, and where you're coming from. So I'm very excited to share this part because I'm thinking of it like if my little sister, sister, sorry, brother, whatever, wanted to make amends with an old friend, these are things that I would recommend. Like if they came to me like, what do you think? Should I go? Should we do this? Blah, blah, blah. I would say... I would look at the whole situation because, you know, some people, like I explained to you, this wasn't toxic. We weren't like, I know that there's friendships where people are very toxic and like, you cannot be friends. It's, they, they were doing drugs together. Like it got out of hand. That's not this. I already explained to you. It was not that fucking serious. I'm just a dumbass. So if it was the same case, right, I would tell them, absolutely go absolutely go and you go with an open mind and you go with an open heart and and you practice what you said you would do right like here it is here's the test you said you would be more kind you said you would be a better friend you said you are a better friend these are the moments where those things come to life and I've already been an active friend in other people's lives and 
from from the feedback I received, because <laughs> my friends were like, you are a good friend. You are a good friend. <laughs> Hold on. I'm moving my chair because, you know, I got to fidget. Um, oh, my God. Chi Chi's right outside my door. I didn't even know that. Oh, she's so cute. These are the moments where you don't just say the things that you want to change, right? You have to actively be those changes. And that's how you grow in life. And that's how you get better. And that's how you get better results. So I've already been an actively good friend to the best of my ability in other people's lives and new friends that I've met. But these are the moments now that are truly like, okay, show show what you said. And she didn't say that. She wasn't like, are you really a good friend? No, she didn't say anything like that. I know that she has no expectations of me. She's not a toxic person. It's not, th- it's not like that. It's very much just like, I heard the episode, I'd love to get drinks, you know? Casual, regular, normal, healthy. But I mean between us, right? Between me and you. Between us. Based on what I said, I will now have to practice what I preach. And I'm excited to do so because my whole intention is hopefully leading my siblings who I love so much in in the right directions. And listen, they don't fucking need this advice. My siblings are way better than me. (laughs) I'm making it like they're fucking lost in life. No, my siblings are so kind and so sweet and so forgiving and so compassionate. They're truly like Cindy's kids. You know what I mean? I'm I'm from a different place. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was raised by the devil, so <laughs> I'm working on it. But it is still part of my story and you know, it's something I have to include. It's part of the plot now. It's part of the plot now. And I'm excited anyway. I feel like if I'm documenting my life, this is kind of like a show, right? It's like my show. If I'm going to be documenting and sharing things about my life and being more personal, I want to share these things as well. Even if they're uncomfortable, even if they're scary, you know, or boring to some. I feel like some of you guys will be excited though. I feel like <laughs> I feel like some of you are going to be like, oh my God, bitch. Because so many of you fucking DM'd me and were like, you should text her again. You should do this again. And like I explained to you, you can't like do that to people. I st- I'm still on that. Okay. She reached out to me and it's very welcomed and it's well received. And we're very, everybody's happy. Everybody's celebrating it. You know what I mean? I made reservations. He's going to be with Chi Chi. I'm going to Uber there because I'm going to have drinks, bitch. I'm going to be getting drunk. I'll be having drinks. Um, Everything, the ball is rolling. Okay. Everything is good. However, had she not texted me, it doesn't mean that I should have texted again just because I wanted to. Do you know what I'm saying? You still got to respect those boundaries of like when people tell you or show you that they don't want to be bothered, you shouldn't bother them. If someone doesn't want to talk to you because of whatever the case may be, doesn't matter who's wrong. That's the thing too. Like even if you think they were wrong, but you want to talk to them or they have the wrong idea about you or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter if someone set a boundary that they don't want to speak to you. You have to respect that boundary, okay? Because nobody owes you shit. And I was okay with that as well. And I think that's part of growth too. Like I was okay with taking my L, right? That's fine. But I'm also okay with whatever the next steps might be. Totally okay with it, even if it is just drinks 
and bygone like bygones be bygones regular degular nothing crazy totally okay with all of it and I was so excited to tell you guys <laughs> I just know some of you are like oh my god I can't fucking believe it and I will be updating next week and I I'm thinking like oh my god is she gonna be like did you talk about any podcast here's the thing Here's the thing, guys, anyone in my life, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows, it's going on the podcast. This is it now. This is it. I was hounded for fucking years about make a podcast, make a podcast. Well, here the fuck we are. (laughs) Here we are. Anything that goes on is going on the pod. You don't want to be on it. You shouldn't be around. That's how it is. (laughs) Although some stuff I'm obviously keeping private. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't read the text word for word. I'm not going to you know, share every single conversation that we might have. I'm not going to do all that. But, you know, what I can share, I will share because it does also make it way more enjoyable to me. Like, I feel like having support, it's the support, really. It's the community around it. It's the support. And it's feeling like, it feels like the support, like so many of you cheered me on and, gave me a lot of encouragement and support when I even told you the bad friend story because that's embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm ashamed of that. I'm embarrassed about how I act. There's, oh my God, there's so many things. I don't even like looking at my past, bitch, because I am humiliated. (laughs) I'm a very, like, I will feel shame and I will feel embarrassed, but I can also be vulnerable about that. And so many of you reached out and also told me you have similar stories because I think this is very common within women, girl friendships, women, is that how you say it? Within friendships with women? How do you word that? I'm like having a brain fart. Anyway, so many of you said the same thing and messaged me and said, oh my God, I haven't spoken to my best friend in two years. I haven't spoken to my best friend in a year. This happened. We haven't spoken in years, blah, blah, blah. And like some of the situations I agreed like, yeah, no, you guys can't talk. But some of the situations, it was very similar where it's like you just grow apart or you things just change or it was something stupid and like you don't talk anymore or whatever it may be. And so many of you were able to relate and offer me that support of like, I totally understand and it does suck and I feel the same way. I grieve as well. All of these things. And I think it's really nice to hear good stories too. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many bad stories all the fucking time. I I look for the good ones. So even if this is like a little tiny victory of like we're getting drinks and and it ends there, that's still something nice that I'm excited to share with you because it is a small victory, but it's nice. And I also feel like it's hopeful for others. Like maybe... Maybe some of you will get a text or maybe you're in cart. Maybe there's a friend that reached out to you and you didn't want to answer. Maybe you'll be encouraged to text them and say like, hey, I've been thinking about you. I want to get drinks, whatever. You don't know what's, what spreading positivity could do. And that's so corny. Oh my God, I don't even talk that way. But do you know what I mean? Like, I really believe in that. It's kind of like, you know when people show that they gave a homeless person money and it's like half and half, right? Like half the people are like, well, why would you put that on camera? And then the other half is like, wow, that encouraged me to do something nice for somebody today. It's like that. It's like how you look at life. You don't know what reading someone's little 
moment of something positive happening could do for someone else and what it can encourage them to do versus all of the fucking negative. So I was so excited to tell you that update and I'll probably update next week as well. I'm hoping that drinks goes well. I'm not going to tell you where (laughs) because I don't want none of you showing up and fucking eavesdropping, bitch. But we will. I'll be having martinis. Okay, I'll be having martinis and... I would say food, but you know I can't shut the fuck up. So even when I go have drinks with a friend now, I barely eat because I don't shut the fuck up. So (laughs) I'll definitely order stuff for the table and whatever, but I fucking doubt I'll get any food down. I'm going to be so hungover Saturday. And I plan to have drinks and I'm thinking I'll have martinis just because, I don't know, that's my favorite right now. Um, and then we'll take it from there. I have no idea. My only intention is, you know, to have respectful boundaries, be who I am now and be very genuine to myself now. Cause I'm the same, you know, she'll probably notice a lot of similarities from what she already knew about me. But I do believe that I try, I try way harder to be, not that it's hard to be empathetic, but I think my, I think what I'm trying to say is I actively try to lead with being compassionate and empathetic and not be so self-absorbed where I think in the past I probably was that way just like based on my own self-reflection but I'm still the same you know like I still can't shut the fuck up I'm still gonna have too many drinks like (laughs) like I'm still me and I'm also going to you know just whatever it is it is and it's good enough for me it's better than nothing and it's good enough for me and just enjoying the moment because in the past, um, when I'm overwhelmed by any thought, I will dissociate and it's hard for me to be in the moment when something exciting or stressful, you know what I mean? And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that, but I try to get a hold of my disassociation, disassociation so that way I can be in the moment and be present and be intentional and like not get overly invested and not get hyper fixated and not get obsessive and not get overwhelmed and just really have control over myself. And I think I'm really good at that now. So I'm excited. I'm not nervous. I know like the question is like, oh my God, are you nervous? I don't think so. Because the other thing is, okay, so here's the side of influencing that I think some people don't realize. Oh, fuck. My fucking nail just came off. (laughs) Jeez. Well, add that to my to-do list this week. I'll have to redo my nails. <laughs> um, something about influencing that people don't realize is you you will often talk to people who already know about you and you don't know anything about them. And those types of conversations in real life happen to me pretty often, right? Which is fine. I'm good at it. It's not a big deal. It doesn't freak me out. I'm like one of the people that believes like I'm, I'm meant to be well-known. I'm meant to be... I'm meant to be this. You know what I mean? Like, even if I was super famous or a small creator like I am now, I am comfortable here. Like, I'm very good talking to strangers. I'm very good in a crowded room. I'm very good talking to a group. I'm good at public speaking. I could probably speak in an arena and it wouldn't freak me out. Do you know what I mean? And often I talk to strangers who aren't, who I'm not a stranger to them, but they're a stranger to me, right? Like I have a lot of conversations like that. There's, I'll go to parties for someone or whatever. 
And sometimes a couple of people in the room will know a lot about me and I'm meeting them for the first time. So to go to something like this where it feels very anxious, like, oh my God, we haven't seen each other. It doesn't like freak me out because social interactions don't freak me out anymore. Maybe a few years ago it would. It would make me anxious. But I have like, how long have I been a fucking influencer? It's been like so long. I have years of interactions that are supposed to be awkward or maybe awkward for others that don't make me uncomfortable because I have so much training. (laughs) It's like training. I have so much training with like uncomfortable situations and I'm also a talker. Do you know what I mean? Like I rarely run out of shit to say. (laughs) I rarely run out of shit to say. Also, I've gotten better at it since I've started the podcast. Like you have to think... I'm always thinking about topics. I'm always in my head. I'm always in my head, right? I'm always forming opinions. I'm always trying to remain neutral. I'm always trying to look at things from a different perspective. I'm always doing that. So it's rare for me to run out of things to say. If I'm ever quiet, I'm probably just tired or I'm just listening. Do you know what I mean? So I'm never feeling like, oh, what are we going to talk about? I don't feel like that. I have plenty of things to talk about. <laughs> there, you're not. The only times I get annoyed is um, I don't like when I have to carry all the time, especially with someone that I'm not like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm, ex- I'm looking forward to seeing her. I'm looking forward to hearing whatever like she wants to update me on. I'm very excited. But if it's someone that I'm like not looking forward to and then I have to carry the conversation. That's when I'm kind of fucking annoyed. Like, oh my God. But otherwise, I'm very comfortable because I'm always carrying. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like on this podcast, I can come up with so many different things to say and have perspectives and be able to see things from all sides. I'm like this in real life. (laughs) In real life, if you text me a question, guess what you're getting back? You're getting back 45 fucking voice notes, bitch. Like you could, I'm the type of person you could just FaceTime. I am not the person that's like, oh, you need to schedule a FaceTime. No, (laughs) nope. I talk to people on the street. If I'm comfortable, not like fucking strange men, relax. But I mean, like I'm, you know, I'm a social person. Okay. It is Aries season. I am an Aries rising. I'm a social person. I can really, really talk my ass off. Sometimes too much. I know it could be annoying, but I don't like get uncomfortable in that way. Um, plus alcohol, bitch. I could talk to anybody. I think I will get anxious because you know how anxious is so close to excitement and you get like all worked up. <laughs> like I'm so excited. Like that. But I don't think so. I'm pretty even keeled. And then also I'm really used to, I'm scratching my back. I'm getting like a little itchy on my back. I'm used to just because of my life, which we haven't even gotten there yet. I've been in a lot of uncomfortable situations with people that I've stopped talking to for a long period of time and then reconnect with. I've had this theme throughout my life, my whole life of people coming in and out, which is probably why I was so comfortable with that solution at the time. And I'm trying and now I'm actively like, I don't want to be one of those people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I've had family members be that way. I don't want to be that person. 
I don't want to have those characteristics just because that's what I learned in my childhood. So, But I am used to these uncomfortable things of like, you don't talk to somebody for years and now you do. So now it's like not uncomfortable for me, right? The only thing I want to change is not treating someone poorly just because I'm comfortable with that. That's what I want to change. So I'm not really nervous. Um, I think I'm just kind of looking forward to it. And I also feel very calm. Like, I also feel very like this feels like somebody heard a prayer. And not in a super deep, like, okay, bitch, you're not about to be best friends overnight. No, no, no. I feel very like I know that any type of response and even just getting drinks is probably more than I deserve. And I'm cool with that. Like, I'm not here to fucking overstep nobody's boundaries. I'm not here to be, you know what I mean? I'm cool with whatever. Cool with whatever. I'm I'm very comfortable with myself. I know myself. I'm honest with myself. And that makes me very comfortable in other spaces. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's something that took me a long time to learn. That when you know yourself and you know who you are, even the bad stuff, you also know that no matter what goes on with somebody else, it's really not a reflection of you anymore. And it makes it more comfortable to be in situations like this, where pretty much in like any room now, and this is not like, I'm not like trying to flex, I'm trying to just, you know, I guess encourage you if if you even need the encouragement, you might not need the encouragement, but if you ever needed the encouragement you do like if you have social anxiety i know that anxieties are complex and it's not always solved by a fucking podcast you dumb bitch like i know that but i know that for for myself personally i lost a lot of social anxiety by learning about myself and being very self aware and reading and getting better at conversations by being self aware So maybe this type of thing would have made me very anxious in my 20s. It doesn't make me anxious now because I'm good with myself. You know what I mean? Like there's no opinion on me that is going to be more harsh than my opinion on myself. I've met my fucking demons, babe. Like I fucking know my demons. I know how ugly it can get. And I shook hands with those devils and moved on. So anyone else's opinion of me, although I may respect it or I respect other people's opinions of me and I and I want to be my best self and I always want to give that, someone else's opinion of me is not going to ruin me in, at this point anymore because I've already accepted the, the harsh stuff and I already, I'm cool with where I'm at. Do you know what I mean? So I feel also very calm because I think I'm in a more confidence place with my self-awareness That like, it's all of it's cool with me. Just drinks. Maybe we never go for a drink again. And this was just like a a closure thing. All of it's cool with me. Because I already accepted a lot of it. Because remember, I just came out of my Jupiter return, right? Is Oh no, Saturn return. What's Jupiter? What the fuck is Jupiter return? (laughs) Hold on, I gotta write that down. Anyway, I came out of my Saturn return. I met the demons, okay? I met the current demons. I don't know if there'll be more in the future. There might be. I'm cool with me and I'm very grateful. And I also lead with like a grateful presence, even on hard days, because 
I'm just very aware of my privilege and all of the things that I have. And even getting the text is so, I'm so grateful that I even get a text. Do you know when people lose someone or somebody dies and they never get a text again? They never get the opportunity to go for lunch or dinner, whatever it may be, drinks. They never get to do that. They never get to, they never get to come back and say goodbye. They never get to come back and say, I'm sorry. They never get to come back and give an update and tell them about their new puppy. Like they don't get to do that. So even if it's just drinks, I'm so grateful because at least it's, oh my God, like that's more than most. So I'm really, really like, I'm calm about it because I'm really grateful and it's all good things no matter what it is, right? Like that's how I feel. So I, I couldn't wait to tell you. And I, what was that, an hour just talking about this? <laughs> but I feel like it was worth, it was worth all the time talking about it because it's so important. And I hope that, I hope that someone extends you the same grace. And I hope that, we're not done. I'm just, I'm just wrapping up this part of it. I have more to talk about. Um, I hope that all of you get the same grace. And if maybe you're the person that, that wants to give grace, I hope you get to do that too. I hope that. As long as it's not toxic. Like I said, this person is not toxic. She's like at all. Like she's not going to fuck my life up. Like <laughs> us talking is not going to send me on a fucking um, ment- a menti bee. Like that's just not it. Now there's other people in my life. They better not fucking text me because I will not be well. But her, that is not the case at all. And obviously I told my mom. Um, she's very happy as well. You know. Everybody got the update and everyone's looking forward to it because like I said, she was a very loved person, is a very loved person. Nobody has ill will towards her because she is better than I, because <laughs> she was a better person than I was. And I hope that someone gives you the same grace if you need it. And I hope you can extend. Do you hear me clicking my nail because I broke it? I'm going to have to do my nails this week. That's so fucking annoying. Anyway, I hope you could do the same. Maybe maybe you could do the same for somebody else as long as it's healthy. Okay, so I'll keep you updated because I'll probably have updates next week. I hope so. You know what I mean? Oh my God, am I in too deep? No, no matter what it is, I'll give you the summary of it, of what's appropriate to share. But um, I spent a lot of time on that. So let's move on to the other stuff. We got a lot going on. The TikTok ban. Let's talk about the TikTok ban because you know that I love TikTok. Um, so I was watching the trial because it was on live, which why are all these fucking trials live streaming now? (laughs) Hold on. I got to drink my drink. Okay. Sorry. I had to like chug that a little bit. The TikTok trial was on live. I don't know why everything is live streaming. I here nor there. And I have thoughts. I have thoughts. So if you're following it, the big, do you hear the fucking sirens? Oh my God. It's like nonstop. I think I live near a hospital. I got to check because I hear a lot of fucking ambulances and shit. Okay. The trial the, the issue that I'm learning is it's not really about TikTok. So if you watch the trial live, and I've told you this, watch trials live if you can, okay? Please don't be a headline person. 
the, please don't be, you can't be here and be one of us and also be a headline person. We look into stuff. We use our discernment, critical thinking skills, right? Like, okay, don't be a headline person. You got to watch it live. Okay. So if you were reading that the congressman or whatever, the council people were asking dumb questions, they were. I watched it live. Some of the questions were concerning. <laughs> However, I like to look at things from all sides and I'm very suspicious. I do my detective work in my head. I'm very suspicious. I never take things for what they are. I deeply think about everything. I think them asking stupid questions isn't just them being stupid. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there was some type of, I don't know. I'm having a hard time believing that they're just that dumb. However, they might be. That might be the case. Like they might really just not fucking know anything. Okay, so there's one part of it. They did actually ask stupid questions. I don't know why they asked stupid questions. I don't know if they actually didn't know these things or if they were asking them because it's a form of, it's like a power play. Like I told you, read the 48 Laws of Power because you'll understand why I think about certain things the way that I do. Um, which, by the way, are we going to read that together? Do you want to do a breakdown of it? Should we do a, pa- a Patreon like exclusive, like we go chapter to chapter? Because I read it four or five times. Like <laughs> I could, I could, die. I can unpack that with you if you want to. So you let me know. But anyway, it's important to read and it's especially important to read for women. Um, I don't know if they were asking certain questions as like a power move type of thing. I don't know. But they were asking like very concerning questions. The other part of this is it's not really about TikTok. The law they're trying to pass about the TikTok ban includes a whole lot of other stuff about our censorship and the internet. And that's why this is concerning because it's not really about TikTok. Um, and I really, you know, I'm not going to get into politicals and reading the bill and such, but I think it's, I think you, if you have kids or if you're on the internet yourself, I think you should really read into it and, you know, make, make your own decisions and use your critical thinking skills. But I think it has, it, there's a lot more to it because I read some of the bill and it's, it's concerning. It's concerning, but I think you should read it for yourself and, you know, make your own decisions and opinions. I don't want to like give you an opinion and like you have confirmation bias or something. I'm not here to sway you in any particular way. That's not the type of podcast this is, but I do talk about social media and this is kind of like crossing over into what we discuss. And some of these things in the bill is it's scary. It's scary for a future and it's scary for people like us who are younger and we use the internet a lot. And that's how we get our news. So yeah, I think you guys should read it and, um, you know, decide what you want to do from there. Um, the other thing is I find it shocking how no one else is noticing that TikTok can read your mind. I'm fucking dying on this hell, bitch. Listen to me. It read your mind. Okay, I tested it a million times. Listen. Tell me how. Listen to me. Tell me how. I'm testing it. I have a whole file 
on my okay on tiktok you could save videos and put them in collections so that way you know like where you save the video I make different collections for different reasons because if I see a TikTok and I need to use it for something, I will save it. So for example, I'll have a collection and it's called Topic Ideas and it's for the podcast. So if I see something and I want to discuss it here, I will save it and it goes into Topic Ideas so that way I could pull it up, recall what I watched and bring it up here, right? I also have a fucking folder, a collection called Proof. And you know why it's called proof? Because it's proof that TikTok read my fucking mind, okay? Listen to me. I don't care how fucking off the wall, psycho, red pill, fucking QAnon, (laughs) Illuminati crazy I sound. I don't fucking give a fuck. I'm telling you, it reads minds. And I'm not a big believer of all that crazy shit. I'm really not. I don't think that there's people in a pizza place eating children. Like, I just don't. There's some shit that is like way too far-fetched for me. But there is some shit I do believe, like a lot of people speculated about Jeffrey Epstein prior to it coming out. I Oh my God, I never, I almost just slipped and said it. Holy shit. Okay. I'm not able to tell you how I knew Jeffrey Epstein was real, but just know that I knew, just know that I knew when I was not over the age of 18. Okay. I knew that it was real. Anyway, I'm telling you, TikTok reads minds. Okay. It reads fucking minds. So I have a collection in my TikTok of times that there was no other way TikTok could have known I was thinking about this and then it popped up in my fucking for you page and I saved those videos. Yesterday being one. Yesterday I was food shopping. I didn't have pickles on my shopping list because I have a shopping list. I have the, I have like an echo in my kitchen and whenever I need something, I'll say, uh, I can't say it because then she's going to add it to the list <laughs> in case she hears me, but I'll say add it to the list. And then I have my whole shopping list when I go food shopping, whatever, or when I order food shopping, whatever, right? Pickles were not on that list. Pickles were not on that list. They should have been. I always want pickles, but they weren't on the list. I didn't even go to Stop and Shop thinking that I was going to Food Shop because I only went there to go, to use the Coinstar because there I don't know how else you're supposed to turn and change. So I just looked up where there was a Coinstar. There was a Coinstar over here at the Stop and Shop. I went to Stop and Shop. While I was in there, I was like, all right, I'm already here. I have energy. Let me just fucking grab a few things while I'm in here. And I was also excited because I liked a Food Shop and I was like, oh, I'm never in here. Like, let me see what they got. Okay, that's how that started. Pickles weren't on the brain. As I was shopping, I saw pickles, didn't put them in my cart, didn't have my phone out, specifically because I had a backpack on and my phone was in my backpack so my hands could be free. So my phone didn't see me looking at the pickles. I didn't have them on a list. I didn't text about them. I didn't tell anyone about them. I didn't put them in my cart. I didn't bring them home. Why the fuck was I scrolling later and there was a fucking TikTok about this girl talking about a place that's not even in New York. So it's not even like it's location-based. No, no, no. This place was in California. Something about how she has pickled dinners and like loves to like have pickles for a dinner or whatever. Why would that come up? Now, I know it could be a coincidence because a lot of women love pickles. We all do a pickle dinner. We eat weird stuff. We eat little snacks all day. I know that. But listen to me. 
That stuff is never in my For You page. I have other stuff in my For You page. Why would that come up? Because it read my fucking mind. It knew I was thinking about the pickles. I'm telling you, trust me. And I have more examples of this and I know how crazy I sound, but I want to document it. Because when that shit comes out, when we finally see the CIA uncover documents about how they knew TikTok was reading minds or whatever, you're going to be like, oh my God, Tina said that on a podcast. I'm telling you, I'm fucking telling you, test it out, test it out. Use TikTok, right? Have your TikTok account. I want you to think of something you've never written down. You don't have pictures of. There's nothing of it in your phone. Don't tell anyone. Don't show your phone. Think of it. Think of something specific. Think of something specific and tell me if it comes up on your For You page. Now, the way that they do this, I don't know. I think it's, my theory is, oh, there's a little gnat. Oh my God, why is there a little gnat? My theory is, I think that it's technology based on, oh, it's going to sound crazy. I think it has to do with timelines and I think it has to do with something that is so hard to understand or even explain. Something about, something in between like simulation theory and um, universe timeline theories, okay? Somewhere in between there. I think that's how it's done. And I think that part of the TikTok ban I don't think TikTok is an algorithm. I think it's an AI. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think that's why it's able to do that. I think it's an AI. I think it's like more like chat GBT versus an algorithm. I don't think it's an algorithm. And I think that's why it's so, I think, I think that's why it's so on point and why it's so adaptable because it's an AI. So it's smarter every day. It's not an algorithm like Instagram. I don't think Instagram is an AI. I think Instagram is an algorithm. I think it's a formula. But I think TikTok is an AI like ChatGBT. Okay? Stick with me. I know it sounds crazy, but I think we're going to figure this. I think this will, I think this is it. Be Only because I notice patterns. I notice patterns of things and... The reason why a TikTok influencer will blow up is because it's an AI. It's just operating differently. It's not a fucking algorithm. So anyhow, that's my theory on the TikTok ban. I think it has to do with that. I think I think that, yeah, I think that's why the whole thing is so suspicious and why it's so weird and why they want to ban it so bad. I think because I don't know if it's, I don't know if it has to do with like a China US thing. Maybe it does. Like I said, I'm not like the brightest. Okay. I don't fucking know all the details. It's hard to figure out all the details. You don't know who's lying about what. And I realize the concerns of like, that's a communist country. Like, do you really want them to be able to infiltrate our security and our data and blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing though. It's already, what do you think? They're going to fucking delete it when it's banned? You think they're going to delete all the data they have because you banned it? They already have it. They already have it. So there must be a different issue. It's something about control because 
it's uncontrollable. So because it's not controllable, they just want to delete it altogether. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not an algorithm. It's never going to operate that way. It can't be infiltrated like a Facebook, Instagram, whatever, because it's an AI. So that's my theory. And I do think it's concerning, but I also, you know, I don't know enough and I don't think any of us know enough. And I think that's the scary part. I think so many things move too quickly where like if this was like in the 1950s, right? The way that current events just blow past us now is like concerning because if these things happened years ago, we would all be on the same page. We would all know what's going on. It would be the only thing people talked about. Because the media was so controlled and now so many different things are happening at once that it's like huge things don't seem as big. We're just very desensitized. So it's hard to get all the information because where do you even begin? Where do you even begin? And then it's like, where do you trust? How do you trust the information and where you got it from type of shit? So that's where I stand on the TikTok ban. I don't even know. Like, that's the thing. It's hard for me to make decisions about politics because I feel like I don't know enough to, like, talk about anything. I can only know what I read and observe and use my critical thinking skills. And as far as TikTok, I don't know. What makes sense to me is, like, I don't think this is just an algorithm. I don't think it's just social media. And I think we'll be really disadvantaged if we lose it because there's a lot of shit that we learn on TikTok that is not in the media. Like, I don't even know if I would be who I am right now if I didn't have TikTok because there's so many things that people taught me that was given to me on my algorithm, on my For You page that I may not have discovered prior because it's definitely not in the news and it's definitely not on my fucking Instagram. And it's not even stuff that I knew to look up. Like, I didn't know about the Philadelphia water thing, and we'll get into that, but I didn't know about that. I didn't know about the stuff in Iran, uh, in Israel. I didn't know about any of these things, and now I do. And it's unbiased. These are not things that are, like, paid reporters or, like, these are actual, like, uh, the Norfolk, the, the Ohio Norfolk Southern train, train derailment. That was, I didn't get that information from the news. I got it from people in Ohio with their fucking iPhones and a TikTok account standing next to the fucking train. I got information from the source, like from the actual person who lives next to the train. This was not from CNN. This was not from the Post or whatever. I don't even know all the channels. Fox. This was not like a person at a news anchor desk telling me. This is like someone on the ground. It's like if there's a car accident, the person in the accident making a TikTok. Obviously, it's going to be the facts because they're there recording it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like watching something live. And I think losing that and having to rely on places like media, like the fucking TV, trust anything they say. (laughs) I don't listen to a goddamn thing on the news. Nothing. If it's on CNN, Fox, I don't even know all the channels. Any fucking channel, if it is on the TV screen, don't believe it. Not listening. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. And oh God, it would suck. (laughs) It would just suck to not have TikTok. So I'm hoping it doesn't get banned. But as of this morning, it's looking like it will be. So we'll have to see what goes on. I don't know. 
I don't know. But anyway, moving on to the Philly water. Somebody, one of you, I asked, because, you know, I asked before we record and I said, what do you guys want to talk about this week? Like, what's going on? And somebody said the Philadelphia water. So here's what I've gathered. And again, you know, I don't want this to be like, I know this is an escape, but this is about our water. Like, this is about the water we drink. And we're very close to Philadelphia. A lot of you live in New York. Some of you don't. But maybe, like, you can skip over this part. But Philadelphia is close. So if it's happening to them, it's days until it happens to us. As of yesterday, I believe, everyone in Philadelphia, all the Philadelphia residents got a text that the water is no longer drinkable and it's contaminated with latex, a chemical used in latex. And... It caused mass chaos of all these people running out and buying bottled water. And then the update changed to, well, you could shower with it, but don't use it for cooking. All the coffee shops closed down because what the fuck are they supposed to use for their coffee? Like, what are restaurants going to do? Like, what? This is huge and very scary. And it's almost concerning to see that like New Yorkers aren't like running to go buy tons of the whole country should be running to go buy bottled water but then it's like bottled water until when like what are we gonna do and obviously we all get water from different places but it's so suspicious because that chemical in the latex is the same chemical as what came out of the Norfolk Southern train derailment in Ohio. And what did I tell you when that happened? This is just, it's crazy. And I'm so sorry that I'm talking about it because I know this is supposed to be our escape. But again, I think it's important to look into where your water comes from. And I don't know the solution. And I wish I did. But as soon as I do know, I would share that with you. And maybe some of you know, and you want me to share it. So if you want me to share a solution let me know and I will share it. But I really don't know. And I hope that it gets sorted out. I don't know how that's fixed. I don't know what the next steps are. I have no idea, but it's giving, it's very concerning. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, I mentioned it because it is very real and it's very concerning and it is a thought in my head. I'm not forgetting. Please never think that I'm just like not giving a fuck. I am. And that's the issue. Like literally my neurologist is like, please don't read. Don't read the news. Don't do this. Don't talk about that. Because it sends me into, I get very unwell, you know, as most people do. I'm not that desensitized to current events and stuff. It, I'm not desensitized to it. It really does bother me. The only reason I don't get into it is because like, I don't know what to do. I don't know the solutions. I don't know the solutions. I don't know how to fix it. And it just feels very like I can't sit and ponder on it and like fester on it and also not have a solution and just make myself nuts. It's just like not a way to live. But I definitely wanted to bring it up. Anyway, in other news, we'll get into like less depressing shit. The Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. I don't fucking know what that's about. Okay. I don't know what that's about. It comes up on my For You page, like the, tr- the live trial. 
But I don't know what happened and I'm not very interested because to me, this is like not interesting. This is like such a rich person fucking thing. Like what? What's the trial about? She's boring to me. She's very smug. The only thing I like is that she's very true to herself. The only thing I know about the trial is that she has a smug face during the trial and people can't stop talking about it. Other than that, I don't know the details and I don't find it interesting. She's not my kind of person either. Like, she really isn't. She's not my kind of people. She drinks bone broth. She doesn't eat. And she's obsessed with looking young and, like, all these things. It's just so not my kind of person. And I find that she's very out of touch. The only thing I like is she's very genuine to herself, though. (laughs) Like, she's very true to herself. She's not pretending to be anything that she's not. She is sitting there smug as fuck. Now, I don't know if she's wrong or right. I don't know if she has a reason to be smug. Maybe she does. Maybe this guy is trying to sue her and he's wrong. I have no idea. But that's why I don't have any updates because I'm really not interested in her. I'm not interested in her saying that she only drinks bone broth. I mean, obviously, did anyone expect anything different? Doesn't she smell, Doesn't she sell candles that apparently smell like her vagina? Like, she's weird, babe. She's got, she's, she's a different breed. She's got weird shit going on. <laughs> like, she wakes up and has bone, bone broth and veggies and like, that's great for her. And I'm happy it works for her. And I'm happy she's true to herself. But I find it very boring. Like, so boring. It's, like, not interesting to me. It's very, like, in her own world and not in the real world. But also in the real world at the same time. She's not pretending to, like, eat more than she does. She's not pretend. She's not pretending to be anything but herself. And I respect that. But I'm not, like, interested in it, you know? I'm not like one of those. She's not her and uh, Kourtney Kardashian are just like not my kind of people. Just like very into health. <laughs> I'm over here telling you to have martinis and telling you that I miss smoking cigarettes. Okay. Like I'm, they're not my kind of people and they're not interesting to me. Uh, what else do I have? I think that might be it. I think that might be it. Yeah, that was it. And I'm starving. I don't know how long this episode is, but I definitely have to go eat. I have so much shit to do. And I will have to redo my nails now because I fucking broke a nail while I was sitting here. (sighs) Yeah, that's all I have for today. Um, But I had a great day today. I had a great podcast with you guys. I hope that you like this episode. And... Oh, God, I feel like I'm ending on a bad note because we were talking about the Philadelphia water. Well, no, not really, because we have other stuff. We had other good stuff to talk about. Um, And let me know if you're interested in that. In the I mentioned earlier, the 48 Laws of Power is a book. And a lot of people describe it as a way to manipulate others. And yes, it absolutely can be taken that way. But that's why I think it's a book that you should read throughout different periods of your life and more than once. This is not a book you should read once. This is a book you have to read with discernment and critical thinking skills and read it more than once at different places in your life. And it will tell you different things each time. And I think it's very, very important for women to read because we're often manipulated and taken advantage of for so many different reasons that I cannot even get into right now. That's a different episode in itself. But the 48 Laws of Power will help you navigate that with ease, okay? And I really, really think you should read it, especially now in times like this. And it will will help you make a lot of sense out of like politics and different things. Um, 
but if you don't want to read it alone and you'd be interested in like suing it together, because I'm going to reread it too. I always, I reread it like every year or so. Um, I was thinking we could break down the chapters if you want on like mini episodes, maybe like just on Patreon. And yeah, we could do like live streams or something on Patreon. You let me know. Oh, and I asked you guys last week if you'd be interested in help. My neck is getting stiff again. This is what I mean. Like if I look down at my phone, oh my God, I got to get that sorted out. Um, I asked you guys if you were interested in health updates and like if you'd want to know about it or whatever, just because certain things are coming up. A lot of you said yes. I don't know. I, listen, I might put that on the Patreon because there's things that involve other people that, yeah, I don't know. I have to sort out the details of that. I have to sort out the details of that. And maybe not, maybe, and maybe I'm not even comfortable having it like out there in public and may, I might want it like a little bit more private. I don't know. I'm going to work that out, but I'm definitely going to do those episodes. Um, so keep a lookout, follow the Instagram at my big sisters podcast, because maybe I'll be asking like, do you guys have any questions? Because I'm coming around. I'm getting a little better at talking about it. Some of it makes me a little bit tense. Like, oh, I can't say the words. I have a hard time saying the words, but I am getting better at it. And I think some of the exposure to it will help me get better at it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like forcing myself over the hump will make it better. Um, So that will be an episode in a couple of weeks just because I go for my treatment soon. I go in April. So that's coming up regardless. And then in May is the anniversary. So we'll be talking about that soon. So follow the Instagram um, in case you have any questions and just want updates on that. And let me know what you think about the book. All right, guys, I got to go. I got to go. I got shit to do. I got to get ready. It's Monday. I got to start getting ready for Friday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I do. I have a lot of shit to do this week and I have to go and I have to go eat. All right, guys. I love you. Um, Send me messages. Let me know what you think about this week's podcast. I love to hear from you. All right, stay well. Oh, I can't even talk. I love you and stay well. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.